Fiends and horror hounds. This is Brett from Dimension Z, joined as I am every week by Greg of the Dead. How you doing, man? Doing good. How you doing? Not bad. Hey, we're watching Spookies. It's a very confusing movie. Oh, I know what version you watched now. Yeah, well, of course. Uh, so yeah, this is episode forty-eight. It is about Spookies from nineteen eighty-six, rated R. I'm not giving the credits out on this one, Brett. Uh, well, yeah, it's directed by two different people. It's two different movies that got like duct taped together. Exactly. I'm like, this is too confusing. I, I'm not going to know which one did which, everything like that. So, nope. Thomas Duran did the part where it's all the people wandering around the house. And Jenny Joseph did the old man, like, Zachary knockoff stuff. Okay, that makes sense. Have you seen this before? Yeah, honestly, I actually have. I've seen it probably, like, six times now. Because uh, Red Letter Media, like a couple years ago covered it like briefly on like their best of the worst thing. And then I watched it after that and I was like, Oh yeah, this is really bad. And then Joe Bob did it. And I've watched it a couple of times now with him. <laughs> yeah. I think we actually had it on the list before the Joe Bob episode this year. Cause we that's did. like, I saw him like, Oh yeah, that's coming out. I mean, that's yeah. coming up on our list. Yeah. We don't always just do what Joe Bob does. Sometimes it just aligns. <laughs> yeah. Now sometimes we just do that but yes yeah i'm gonna say i'm glad i was like please let there be a joe bob elvira svengoolie anyone version of this movie or i don't think i would have made it through it yeah and looking back and like the first couple times i watched this movie it was just the movie with no joe bob and i was like how did i get through this multiple times <laughs> yeah um dear listeners i won't lie this is a mess this whole yeah. movie well, it's got some interesting stuff that, like the the uh, quite a number of the effects actually are pretty good. Yeah, no joke. That's no bullshit. There's some that actually stood out to me that I liked a lot. Also, there there's like a few things I like. It's not going to be at all negative fest. Don't worry. Right. But yeah, then as much as you have something like a good gore effect, you have a weird weird cat pirate. Yeah, and. How much explanation do we get for this weird werecat pirate, Brett? No, he just loves the Zachary knockoff. Yes, we have no explanation no. for this creature. And he pur he just purrs and he like rubs his face with his hook. Like he's very much a cat. <laughs> yeah, I I don't get it. I don't get it at all. I don't get any of this. So yeah, basically what well, it starts off with like a random thirteen year old in the woods, and it's his birthday, but his parents have forgotten it. Is that right? That's pretty much it. There's also one tiny thing that we jump. I'm only mentioning so I can mention at the end. There's this weird rubbery pulsing casket, like yeah. it's chained shut on a, in a graveyard that starts with, and they just reuse the footage later on. Yeah, which it's a, it's a cool looking kind of shot, but you're like okay, and then it cuts to this boy, and you're like okay, what the fuck's going on? Yeah, so this tiny child like braces. He's all taken off because his parents forgot his birthday. And he's wandering through the woods, and what I thought was going to be the scary thing for the boy is just a random happening. Yeah, there's just a random ma a man in the woods asking small children for lights. 
Yeah, there's some vagrant wandering through the same woods this boy is running away from home, and he's like, got a light? Why does this kid have a light, for one? Well, I, yeah, he has, a, like, a Zippo or something. It makes no I sense. I think it was a match. It was a match. Oh, okay. Yeah, he has saw. But, yeah, why does this kid have matches? <laughs> Maybe he legit was running away. He's in it for the long haul. He's going, like, Survivor Man out there. Well, yeah, he brought some snowballs with him, and he has his backpack, and... <laughs> That's all you need. Yeah. As soon as the boy walks away from said weird man, weird man is shown falling over with slashes all over his face from the... How did you describe it? A weird cat. It's not a weird wolf. It's a weird cat. Weird cat pirate man? Yeah, it's a weird pirate man cat. <laughs> oh my god. It's like man yeah, so, <laughs> Which we see that stalking the boy right here, kind of, right? Yeah, all he ever does is stalk around and, like, hold doors shut and, like, snicker. Yeah, um, and by the way, too, there's this, like, thing in the graveyard following, the, the tiny version, kind of, of the cat, from what you can tell here, that's just skipping around this weird hooded figure, like, from grave to grave. Oh, yeah, we get the Jawas from Phantasm show up in this movie as well. A little bit, don't, aren't they? Yeah, they, at least that kind of hooded look. They knew what they were doing with some of these things, because I also got, like, Evil Dead vibes later on. Yeah, for sure. There's also this man talking to a casket that we cut to throughout the entire movie. Yes, my name is Zachary from Wish.com, and I want my love back, and I don't care how many children or people I need to kill to make it happen. Brett, give this amazing character the respect he deserves. His name is Creon. Creon? Yes. Isn't like something like from, some... from one of your shows. Isn't that some kind of, like, noxious gas or something? That's uh, Freon, I think, Freon. you're thinking of. Okay. I think his Jesus. name was Creon. Yeah, it was Creon. Okay, I'm, like, I'm gonna feel weird if I made that up somehow. No, it was. I, I don't even... I, did they ever say his name? Yeah, they say his name a couple times. Okay. More actually, Joe Bob said his name more than anything oh. else, but yes. I was going to say, I don't, I did not remember them ever saying, like, who this, like, old man in the attic was. Oh, did you think it was the attic? I thought it was a basement for some reason. No, I was getting attic vibes. Oh, see, n undescript part yeah. of the mansion. Or, and it also sometimes looks like outside. Yeah, which, also, let's talk about this house for a second, the history behind it. Oh, yeah, was it, like, a famous politician or something? Like a Yeah, one fire? of the founding fathers, one of the three people who wrote the Federalist Papers, this was his mansion that they shot this movie in, because his family owned it at the time and kind of hated the house and just wanted it gone, so they rented it to the movie for super cheap, and the movie, like, production actually had to fix up the house. They didn't even just, like, they caused improvements, not damages to it, because the yeah. uh, electricity and plumbing didn't work, and that's the only reason that it's preserved as a historic, like, monument today, is because the movie Spookies fixed it up enough that then the societies and stuff could come in to fix it up. I love that the family hated the house so much they were trying to destroy it. Well, it was I mean, look, if we want to get into zoning regulations and <laughs> historic, but I think it was a thing like where they weren't allowed to just like bulldoze it over because of the historic ties to it or some bullshit like that, and that's why they hated it. Yeah, they they were tired. It was like expensive to like upkeep, so they were trying to like destroy it. Yeah, just let it run itself into the ground. Yeah, but then Spookies came in and saved the day. Yeah, Spookies saved a historical monument. <laughs> I know that you can visit it, and I hope 
that like they have at least a plaque dedicated to why this is still standing. Oh yeah, there's like thanks, thank you, Spookies. <laughs> yes, which I would actually love to go see this house. Oh, just you know, I like seeing any filming locations or props and shit like that. Like, oh, are you are you guys film buffs? And we're just both standing there, like in our horror t-shirts. Like, now where was Spookies filmed at? <laughs> also, the whole time, this whole boy and man talking to a cast is going on there's also a carload two carloads of adults seemingly they're looking for a place to party i know but why are they just going out trying to find a random location yeah they all seem like adults they have homes i'm assuming yeah either go home go to a bar or just pull over into a field like they they even say they're like we've been driving around for two hours what are you looking for and the like fake greaser is like whatever i'll see you when i find it gosh like fake greaser as you put it is a man i need to talk about with you his name is duke is he a superhero what do you mean what he's wearing these leather pants a leather like cut off that kind of has like shoulder pads he looks like cable from the 90s with it and like a stripe it looks like an old like 80s superhero costume you know what feelings I got? What? A buzz buzz. Uh, yeah, you got the drill, uh, driller killer a little bit in there. Yeah, but something... Yeah. Um, don't understand what his deal was. Um, the other man looked almost like he was their dad, because he's dressed in a suit, and it's an, there's a man with a puppet. None yeah. of this makes sense. The old man who was some reason hanging out with these, like, 20-year-olds, looks. he looks like the... um asshole from part eight friday the 13th part eight and he acts that way too yeah well he keeps it's like it's very much like, what's going on here i'm in charge let's all go home and like play bingo like yeah and i don't yeah like you said the whole plot of them getting there makes no sense and every horror movie like we we talked about last week can be with pet cemeteries like well the grounds are haunted and it pulls people in i'm going bullshit on this one yeah, well, also, they got it the description wrong, because Shudder says, a group of friends' car breaks down, and it leaves them at this house. That's not what happens. They just, like, go to this house. They're like, oh, look, random house in the middle of nowhere. This is Party Central, that, like, no one here gets along, it doesn't seem. Yeah, why are these people out together anyway? It's like, they got thrown out of the party because they were all assholes, or, like, no one wanted to, like, be with them, so, like, they all just ganged up with each other, be like, oh, we're gonna start our own party. <laughs> They're looking for a place the whole time. Yeah. Um, also, like, during this scene when we're introduced to this crew, the other movie, the hook-handed pirate werecat creature throws a tree onto the road, making them stop, but I do not know what purpose this serves, because when I say tree, I'm talking about large branch, if I'm being honest. That they quickly get up and move it out of the way and continue on it did nothing and it, it's not like the plot is they're trying to like oh you came into my house and i'm mad about that no he wants them to come yeah so why are they blocking them from getting there and not even blocking just minorly inconveniencing them the the amount of time it would take to stop at a red light yeah it's like a minute it, yeah tops it's well, because the, the weird cat is like, he likes tricks and like pranks. He's like giggling in the bushes. Oh, he's merry, jolly prankster creature. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. He's in practical uh, jokers before the show. 
You've been impractically joked. Uh, so back to the boy who it's his birthday. He goes into the mansion looking thing. Like we said, the skipping figure was watching. And there's a what appears to be a sad birthday party set up at the table for him. Because, look, the ta- there's gifts. There's a cake. There's all that. There's balloons. But why are the balloons hung upside down and sad looking? Well, they look like the balloons from the office when Dwight throws the birthday party. Oh, the it is your birthday period? Yeah, that's it. Dwight threw this birthday party. <laughs> they're saying they're like, clearly it's blown up with someone's mouth right before. And so there's no helium. No, it's like, we can't afford helium. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> and then this toy robot and doll keep acting weird around them. And then the birthday cake lights itself. Oh, first he thinks it's a surprise. We're like, pretty cool. Okay, you're not coming out. Guess I'll help myself. At that point, don't you realize it's not a surprise party when they never jump out and say surprise? Yeah, when nobody is ever like, you haven't seen anyone the whole time. There's no cars outside. And you're like, oh, look, yay, surprise party. Thank you. And no one comes out. I'd be like, okay, this is weird. Let's maybe go home. In a place no one knew where you would be. Yeah, and he has all these gifts, which I love he keeps going around to each one being like, man, this one's not big enough. And then there's the really big gift. Yeah, he opens it, and it's a head. Whose head is this? It's um the fucking, uh, what's his name, Creon. But why is it in the box? It's on Creon. We've already seen it on Creon. What's in the box? But for, why is this there? I don't, because it's a cool it's a cool scene, and it's a cool shot, kind of. Like, it's a cool concept, I was going to say. Is it? Well, it's a good concept. They didn't pull it off well. But is it even a good concept? Even if this played out perfectly. What, what is this point? This kid walks in there, happy birthday, head in the box. Oh, it wouldn't. It doesn't work in this movie. Okay, fair. That That's fair. It, it's like they're sitting around being like, we got to fill out 10 more minutes of this movie. We're just throwing random shit in there. The fucking head in the box. Sure. What? That's where he takes off running and our werecat pirate i know that's probably jumping to the other crew for now but this is all almost at the beginning so fuck it we're just gonna cover all the boy stuff sound good yeah uh he runs out and the werecat gets him and throws him into a already dug grave and buries him alive yeah but buries him alive in real time where he's throwing just small shovelfuls of dirt on this boy and anytime every time he moves the dirt like shovels off of him it's to the point they had to leave it on his face and his arms are still out. Yeah, where he's not he, doing anything about it. He's he's paralyzed by dirt. Like he, he gets it touches him and he's like, Oh like he it's creepy. Oh, it is, but you gotta deal with it in this situation, bud. And that's all the end of Billy and the birthday saga. Brett, thoughts on this movie? Oh, I mean no. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't get it. It No. If they were two movies put together, what was the point of this one? Well, this part was what they tacked on to uh, the first part of the movie. All the group stuff was already filmed. They took like half of that away and filmed this new footage to put on top of it. Why would they bother? Because if it just stuck with the group, it probably would have honestly gone up a point or two for me. Yeah, because once you like know the trivia of like this is basically two movies stuck together, you cannot unsee it. No, it makes per- it, they don't line up together. There's no point. If anything, it causes more problems for our other story with why is the head in the box and shit like that. It 
it just jumbles it. It doesn't add to it at all. Well, and then no, uh, no one ever meets. It's not like they meet the big bad guy. No, they all just end up dying and you forget about them. Yeah, they never do. They serve no purpose at all. But okay, back to our other crew. They are at this house that's surrounded by a cemetery, and this is the worst party I have ever seen in a movie. But it's made to not seem like the worst party, which makes it even sadder. It's not like they're there and like, man, this party sucks. No, and like, they're kind of dancing a little bit, and like, at first you just see him get out with like a six-pack, and I'm like, bull fucking shit, how many people are here and they're sharing a six-pack? And then luckily later on you see him get out like a couple different cases, it's like, okay, if they're going to be like, we're having this mega party and we have a six-pack between, like, nine of us. But then again, it would have made just as much sense as what they're doing. It would have been kind of hilarious. <laughs> um, so they're looking around this house and they find this, what looks like an amulet type thing. But it's the center for a Ouija board, whatever that's called. Yeah, and then at this point, uh, Duke's the greaser, right? Yeah. Alright, Duke is for some reason uh, continuing to be an asshole, and now he just starts smashing chairs and, like, vandalizing the place, trying try to get this door open. You know they got a whole set of that particular type of wooden chair that they smashed, like, five times throughout this movie. Oh yeah, because Duke smashes at least three chairs, I'm pretty sure. And they're all the same chair. Yeah, it's like, duct tape it back together. I wonder if it's the actual same one chair, or they bought a set of them. I wouldn't put it past them because they do that later on when there's like the green spookies yeah. that are like the, uh, they kind of look like creature from the black lagoon a little bit. I called them in my notes, the babies from the black lagoon. Yeah. There's only one puppet they had, but they had, they shot it. So it looked like there were many puppets. <laughs> oh yeah. Didn't they even like break it in half at one point? So you so the end of one and the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's cool. I like that kind of stuff. And then after finding the middle of the Ouija board, they open the closet because, like you said, they smashed a chair to break the lock. I don't know how the wooden chair breaks the metal lock, but whatever. Right. And a corpse falls out holding the Ouija board. And this is like the first of many corpses that look like really good props you would get from Spirit Halloween. Where yeah, they're definitely the put... higher end ones for sure. Yeah, but it also looks like a prop. Yeah, it doesn't look... They even do kind of play with it. Like, that doesn't look like a body. <laughs> I think yeah. they bet because it's decomposing, but it's funny watching it. Because, like, no, you are correct. That does not. No, it doesn't. It looks like a prop. It, it, there's Made in China, like, somewhere on that thing. Oh, for sure. And I don't know why, but they start using the board. They're kind of unperturbed by the dead body that fell out. Yeah, that's holding the board, basically. And they're just like, oh, look. Let's start playing with the last thing he ever touched. Like, this can't go wrong for us. Yeah, it's it's weird. They're playing with that. And I like that the board's answers cuts back to Creon answering, and then you see that things move, and that's kind of cool. Yeah, where he'll, like, he'll be sitting there like, no. They're like, how, they're like okay, ask it, how old am I? He goes, 24. Ask it how long I'll live till. 24. Yeah. That part makes me laugh. I don't know why. Are, are me and Duke going to be together forever? No. By the end of the month? No. By the end of the night? No. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he's controlled and all that. They get the weird line to the werecat pirate. 
if you're a very good kitty, I'll give Carol to you, the one girl. Yeah. And he's like, meow, purr, purr. <laughs> His forehead vein, Creon's, is pulsing frighteningly, like... Yeah, it's really weird, and it's like, you have to just kind of start putting two and two together yourself of like, okay, is he using powers right now, I guess? Yeah, because then Carol, the one we just said about, turns into this old possessed demon thing that when Anna had come downstairs while I was watching this at this point, she goes, why is there a pig? <laughs> That's great. With the makeup, and it kind of does look like one. I don't know what they're going for, but yet it turns her into that, and she's evil and possessed. This is one of the parts that reminded me kind of like Evil Dead. I'm glad you brought that up because I was going to say this is 100% Evil Dead. Yes. And once again, well, uh, Evil Dead from Wish.com. Yeah, definitely not top-notch. There's no Bruce Campbell to be found here. And every once in a while, I feel like Creon sounded like Tommy Wiseau. Yeah, I mean, it's just bad acting voice, I think. Yeah, where it's just, or he just keeps going, ha, 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 ha. Like, he does the Tommy Wiseau, like, ha, 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 laugh, like. Yeah. <laughs> um, Carol starts attacking the others, and they all run out. And this one dude has a pretty bad fate, because he's just, his name's Lewis, I know, because the tombstone says so. A tombstone pops up out of the ground in front of him and, like, burns his name into the tombstone, and he just gets sucked into the ground. Yeah, which is actually terrifying. Yeah, that was, I don't blame them for running back into the house. They're normally be like, in these movies, I'm like, you never run back into the house. This one, like, the ground is eating people. There's literally nowhere we can go. Yeah, the, uh, inside the house is probably the, and at this point, zombies start coming after them. Yeah, we see our first little wave of zombies come out, too. You're right. You know what I do like about this movie, Brett? What? No joke, like, the, the almost onslaught of monsters they face. Yeah, and they're all very different, and some of them are done pretty well. Yeah, it's like they're, they're facing a gauntlet almost of onto the next, on the next. I'm not even being sarcastic. I want to give credit where it's due. I do like that part about it a lot. In fact, as much as I didn't quite love the movie, Rob Zombie's 31, that's the aspect I liked about it. So I want someone to make a movie like that that's good. That's yeah. My, What's what I want the world to do? Because I like this idea, I just haven't seen it pulled off great yet. Do the creatures and a story. Do both. Yes. <laughs> yeah, just make it good. That's all. I don't care how you do it. I would also imagine the, um, like, when there's no one here, just all of these people, like, and weird creatures living together. And it's like the real world. Oh, it could be a fun sitcom, yeah. They do those, like, uh... Uh, like cameo or like they like first person interview things with like the spookies. oh where you see the awkward situation that cuts the person talking to the camera where he's like <laughs> spookies <laughs> the gang also decides to split up right here you know of course yeah uh, shaggy and scooby you take the basement i'll take vilma and daphne upstairs oh so there's exciting developments with creon because the is she, a, is she in a wedding dress? Because I keep calling her the bride. Yeah, it looks like she's in her, like, wedding dress. So did she kill herself on her wedding day? I don't know. Well, because then... Or did he just put her in it because they talk about the kid they have together? But they can't! Uh, we'll get into that later. Okay. Um, but she wakes up. And the first thing she says is, please let me die. Yeah, she wakes up and sees him and is just like, oh god, not again. Duke, our favorite of our survivors, because he's the only one whose name we really know, falls down the stairs into the dirt basement and his girlfriend goes with him. <laughs> then I get my favorite line of the movie, Brett. 
with him putting the blanket on his head, it goes, Woo, look at me, I'm Duke the Horny Ghost. Yeah. <laughs> and I love that he's, like, trying to score with his girlfriend in this dirty basement in a house that they're, like, that's, like, haunted or something, and they're being, like, chased around got, in. got possessed. They've already seen a body fall in the closet. You fell down the stairs into this basement, and you're still trying. I respect the hustle out of Duke. Well, it's like Jay at the end of Dogma, where he's still like, hey, you said you'd fuck me if your world was ending. Well, look around you. <laughs> <laughs> I just found Dogma on VHS, actually, the other day. I have a, I, I don't know if I'm going to get into a heavy like UMP, but I started a small little collection. Did you buy it? Yes. Oh, nice. Dogma's a rare one, because fucking the Weinsteins still own it somehow. Yeah, there's no new release or stream, yeah. but that's a story for another time. But, but nice Duke find. the Horny Ghost. Thank you. Yeah, Duke the Horny. I'm Duke the Horny Ghost. Oh! <laughs> so, this is great because the basement is actually dirt floored, so these... We we have to take a minute on these. These <laughs> farting muck monsters come through the ground. Yeah, we're immediately, like, uh, hands shoot up between the... I forget her name. Uh, Duke's girlfriend. Yeah, Duke's girlfriend. No, not Carol. Carol's our possessed one. Oh, okay. Yeah, Duke's girlfriend. And the muck monsters come out and immediately, like, second one start farting. So what's up with the farting? Because I gotta say, we watch a lot of these, oh, they're so bad, they're fun movies, and... But this movie never once seems like they thought they were doing that. No. I mean, like, sometimes, like... Even if it's not necessarily a horror comedy, it's still pretty just straight up horror. They kind of will be like, okay, I know this is a little over the top. Let's roll with it. They, this movie gives me no vibes of that anywhere else. So well, the, I don't know why the farting is in here because there's no humor injected into any of the rest of this movie on purpose. Right. Uh, other than the fucking weird puppet man. Yeah, but is that just supposed to be a weird guy? Because that's kind of a trope in these movies. Like, yeah. Was there a thing in the 80s with puppet dudes? Because um, Humanoids from the Deep has the one weird ventriloquist guy. I know I've seen it pop up other places. Oh, yeah. The first time I saw this clip was I was watching Red, Red Letter Media do it. And they add shit into the movie sometimes to make it funny. And I was like, did they add farting sound effects into this? Until I watched it, like, on my own for the first time. And I was like, no, they were right. That's actually just in the movie. Even then, you're still not sure. You're like, someone saw that and added that this in. Yeah. <laughs> it makes, and it's so obviously, like, placed in. Yeah. It, it's funny because I had the subtitles on. It just says flatulence. Flatulence <laughs> continues. It goes, flatulence continues. Well, and they also, at least, they don't use the same fart over and over again. There's different ones. Oh, they have a full soundboard of farts for sure. Well, it's like back, I remember like in the early days of the internet when I still had like dial up and my dad loves this website that had, it was just buttons that you would push them and different farts would come out. I mean, those were the days when that was entertaining enough of a site to justify for them to keep up. And like those early apps that everyone got, they would just be dumb things like that. Yeah. Or it would just be something random like blank in in a blender. And you would hit the button, and whatever was in the blender would get, like, blended. Yeah. Neither here nor there, because we're dealing with farting muck men right now, Brett. Yeah. And they find out water hurts them, so the axe open the giant wine barrel behind them, spray them, and they turn into mud. Yeah, they, uh, it's like the Wicked Witch of the West. I'm melting! 
Like, at this point is where we kind of realize, oh, we're just going through monster after monster after monster. Yeah, there's no story. It's just, let's all let's look at all these cool scenes that we kind of stuck together. Yeah. The, the pacing and, like, editing's really off, and this next scene's my biggest example. Because our puppet guy goes into a room, and two candles magically light, and it's evil Carol's in there with the Ouija board, and goes, you want my board? Well, my board wants you. And then nothing happens. Because the others are trying to get in, and then later they do, and it's, she's just gone. There's yeah, well, no point. No, like, what is this? They try for a minute to get inside the door, and then they leave trying to find, like, a different way to get in the room somehow. And then it seems like they almost forget about him for a while. They're just like, oh, okay, he's just dead now. Yeah, he's still in there with Carol. I think they even say, oh, he's still in there with Carol, I think they say at one point. Yeah, it's like, oh, they're fine. Yeah, and this is where we find out the bride poisoned herself because she hates Crayon. Cry because he's fucking weird and hangs out with werecat pirates, but whatever. Yeah, and, like, it looks like they killed, like, he killed their son and, like, brought him back as, like, a weird Jawa vampire. Again, we'll get to the son because I have major fucking issues. Yeah. I, I don't even want to discuss this atrocity right <laughs> now. Um, Carol disappears, and so Puppet Guy pisses in the fireplace for for reasons. Yeah, he's still, like, drinking and stuff, and, like, running around, like, opening doors with, like, his a beer in his hand. And he's like, oh, I gotta go, t I gotta take a piss. I guess this whole place is a pisser. Yeah, they never, like, understand the urgency of the situation they find themselves in with drunk puppets and Duke the Horny Ghost. Oh, yeah, because Puppet Guy w does not put down that six-pack until later on when he's finished it. And throws the box away. The old the guy we described as older guy and his girlfriend, Megan, I remember. Just because I remember him saying that name. It's so odd. I've never heard of Megan before. Is that a real name? I know, like, I know Negan is from, like, Walking Dead, but I've never heard of a Megan. <laughs> no, I think that's just pronounced Megan everywhere else, but whatever. Oh, oh my god, I bet you it was just supposed to be Megan. And he yeah, just said Megan. He goes, Megan! <laughs> oh, that would be so hilarious. Then they're like, fuck... <laughs> We gotta change it to Megan now because we don't have they, enough film to reshoot this scene. They realize it was like the last day of shooting. They look back and realize he said it in every take. Like, we can't reshoot the whole movie. Fuck it. She's Megan now. It's like, fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, the old guy and her find a hanging corpse with a suicide note. Clearly from people there before. They said, may God forgive me. This was the only way out or something. Yeah, which, yeah, the uh, note immediately falls, like, whenever they get under the body, then then the note falls. Oh, you know how that goes, though. Uh, sleepaway camp, the guy finding the girl, then the shower yeah. falls up. Friday the 13th is notorious for it. Predator, even Pet Cemetery last week with the body falling. Like, that's, you know, we have to accept that. One of those things is not like the others. Yeah, I know Pet Cemetery is a little different because the kid was up there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Moving on. Oh, real quick, uh, did you know the kid, we were praising the kid from Pet Cemetery, how good he was? Yeah. He's the same kid who plays in New Nightmare, and I hate him in that. Oh, is he? Yeah, I did not know it was the same kid, but I do. I always remember hating the kid from New Nightmare and loving the kid from Pet Cemetery. Somehow when he got older, he got worse. <laughs> That's weird. I'm going to have to kind of... I don't know, because I know we have that on our schedule, so I probably won't do a full watch, because I know that... Not soon, but that's coming up. I yeah. kind of want to watch some of his scenes, though, and see the difference. Yeah, to see, like, really pay attention to be like, what happened? Yeah, it's interesting. 
the other couple who we haven't really mentioned yet, who is the British girl who I swore was a fake accent, was very shocked to learn was, no, that's just her voice. She's just odd at acting with her accent. Yeah, and she's like, no, I don't want to leave this room. (laughs) She's there uh, with her boyfriend, and her boyfriend turns over. She thinks he's just sleeping, but he's all torn up and killed by the babies of the Black Lagoon, and then they attack her. Yeah, which they're that's those spookies are really cool looking. Yeah, they are really neat. Um, it's never really resolved here, I don't think. No, well, no, she gets just, away. She does get away. That's right. Yeah, she kills a few of them while like others just sit there and like watch. Yeah, and this is our fucking the Isabel, the bride slash resurrected wife, and Creon's son. Okay, Brick, go ahead. Oh, yeah, where it's like, uh, yeah, this is where it's, um, do you want to see our child? And she's like, yes, where is he? Kind of, if I remember right. She's like, kind of like, okay. And then he comes out and it's the weird, like, blue Jawa with vampire teeth. Who, like, he goes, like, <laughs> at, like, the, like, at his father and shit. And then he's like, yeah, we've had many children. And I'm just like, ugh. Here's the thing. You were almost right. I think you missed the thing while I'm so furious with this. Okay. She doesn't say, yes, I want to see him. She goes, we don't have children. Oh, no. I thought they said at one point, like, oh, yeah, our our son. He says our son. But she says, I don't have a son. Would you like to meet him? Like, he somehow created a son with her when she was already dead. Or is it like, you know, the beginning of Kill Bill where, like, Uma Thurman's in the, uh, coma and then you come to find out like whoever the nurse or whatever was was like pimping out her pimping her out to people while she was yeah. in the coma yeah is it that kind of shit where he's just like every night he's in that coffin with her i think they just didn't think of it yeah and because why is the son who would have been born when she was alive 70 years ago still a child well, I'd say it's because he's, like, dead, and he's he kind of looks like a vampire because he has those teeth. Um, maybe. Either way, he likes cosplaying as a Jawa. Yeah. He's like, I love Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I know, son. Let's go see Return again. And then he, the skipping boy comes up and goes, Mama! And then she runs away. Yeah. Adrian, the girl who's just attacked by the babies of the Black Lagoon, is attacked by another monster. This is a tentacle slime electric monster uh chokes her electrocutes her and melts her which is it's a cool looking monster but it makes no sense like you see its heart beating inside of its chest like it's general grievous it has some weird like tentacle thing and like this weird sucker face yeah i don't know it's cool looking but i don't know what it is no it makes and it's a and it just zaps you it's like okay then isabel our bride again wife she ran away and is in a cave somewhere by the looks of it. Yeah, it may, sure. Yes. Good, good job, Spookies. Like, at this point, I'm just like, yeah, exactly. That's what's happening. She's just randomly in a fucking cave and she's attacked by this weird witch creature that's a puppet and is yeah. really disturbing. Which, it's another one of those things. It looks like a $300 animatronic you'd get from Spirit Halloween, where it's really cool looking, but it makes like three motions and it laughs, you know? Like,. Man, I think if you paid $300 for this prop, they overpaid. Well, this is, uh, well, yeah, this is also 1980s money, so it would be less. (laughs) Even today's money, they overpaid. Uh, 
But so that's going on. Uh, our four survivors are reunited, and so that's uh, Duke and Duke's girlfriend. Uh, the what we've dubbed the old guy, but isn't, isn't actually old. And Megan. Yes, yeah, Megan, Megan. I I still cannot stop thinking about that. I bet that's what it was. It I has hope to. so, because I've never heard of that name before. I'm sorry if the, if you're a Megan out there, reach out to us. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> that's just this one. Um, and then the two guys start fighting, and when I say they start fighting, they are really like fighting. They have like not a movie that's not about action fighting. Two guys grab each other's throats and punch each other. Like some knees roll around, you know. No, they're having a full on action sequence, like jumping on tables and walking backwards, punches, like roll kicks and shit like that. They are going full out, smashing chairs and everything. I was gonna say, Duke gets his chair back and is like full going on full WWE, like it's an extreme rules match. Yeah, and when this is all going on, I lied when I said all of our survivors because I forgot about our puppet man. Because he's still wandering around, and a lady appears in the shadows, where you only really see her face, and she's like, follow me, and he follows her. You want to take this one? Yeah, well, basically, his character's like, sure, I'll follow you, waka waka, like, <laughs> did you find my puppet? Like, you know. But yeah, he she keeps being like, yes, come over here into the shadows. Uh, I've found your friends. We can all leave together. Just, yeah, just go towards the spider web. It's fine. But yeah, he kind of gets tricked into going into this like weird cave room and like a big spider jumps on him and like he like stumbles backwards into the spider web and then she transforms like over a few different like cuts, which is a really it's kind of cool. But it's also like, why is there like a witchy, like weird spider woman in this basement? I think this is the best effect in the movie. I love the transformation sequences, the cuts between all the different forms. I think this is actually a top, I'm not even lying, top-notch effect. This is really cool, I think. Her final form is extremely creepy. Oh, yeah, it's well done, too. It doesn't look cheap. This is where all the budget went. Oh, yeah, this is, yeah, 70% of the budget went into this, and then they had to buy beer and get power on inside the house, so... Yeah, and they're left with $5 for everything else. Yeah, they're like, fuck. Okay, we only have (laughs) one baby from the Black Lagoon. We better make this count. He's pushed onto the web, and she, like, sucks him dry, like, the life out of him. Like, you know, the skin, like, going to the bone and everything, like, his face deflating. Yeah, which is also pretty cool looking. Yeah, that's not bad. It's alright. The fight continues, and there's a Grim Reaper statue... And it somehow comes to life during the fight and kills Duke the Horny Ghost. Yeah, and uh, yeah, the Grim Reaper's kind of cool looking, but then you can also see like the cloth that's like supposed to just be like his blacked out stuff that's under his ribs is just like a cape. That's all going on, and then he injures Duke's girlfriend, but she gets away. He chases them all onto the roof, and this is one of those moments where I'm thinking about like the historical significance of this house. <laughs> These three are just running on the roof with a giant Grim Reaper chasing them on the roof. If someone would have driven past and seen this. It's like, yeah, if only they knew like 200, 250 years later, this would be going on at this house. (laughs) I know, it's something fun to think about. Um, They push him off the roof, though, the Grim Reaper, and he explodes. Yes, because reasons. Well, it's like whenever uh, Master Shake threw anything and like Aqua Teen Hunger Force would explode for no reason. Yeah. Yeah, like that. 
What's this weird fucking subplot about the acid and everything? What the hell was this? Oh, yeah, where she just randomly knocks over, like, a container that's on top of a bookshelf and it, like, claymation melts like a thing. Yeah, but they somehow come to the conclusion that's the only way to defeat Carol and get her back to normal. Yeah, and then they're like... no reasoning behind it at all. Remember that body we looked at for, like, five seconds at the very beginning? We all remember it had a jar of acid in its hand. So let's go get that again. Oh, I didn't even remember it. No, me neither, until it was like, oh yeah, there's that weird-looking body thing that now comes to life. Yeah, but they all arm themselves with, like, random weapons that are hanging on the walls and shit. Like, no guns, like all swords and maces and shit. And... Creon's little weird cat son tells him he's ready to kill, and but we don't see him kill, so whatever. But yeah, he has like an ice pick, like he's going to go after Alice from part two, Friday the 13th. And he adds, uh, Wish.com Zachary is like, no, that is way too simple. What we do is we use our powers, son. And he's like, <laughs> okay, daddy. <laughs> So the survivors make it going to get the acid because, again, reasons, plot device, and evil Carol stops them. I don't know, joke. I don't know what this is, what happens here at all. No, I don't even really. I just remember like, yeah, I don't remember exactly what happened. It was like just something happens and then it's just over with. Like, is this where they all monologuing about her? They don't die, though. That's the thing. She starts monologuing. And they throw the acid at her, but it misses. And then Evil Carol's head splits open and glows and shoots little lasers all over the room. Right. But it shows everyone else laying there covering their heads. None of them die. No, but it's like, it's like oh, aging them, like, rapidly, yeah. it looks like. And then we never see our main characters again. No, that's this. right. Because I was sitting there, like, I was like, oh, we're doing a lot of movie number two right now. And then that's how it ends. Yeah. And that that's the end of them. What, what Not the movie, but that. It's fucking weird. Yeah, so the and entire then, time, what was there? They were just fodder to get killed by different creatures? But they seem like our main characters, not this bride who only has, like, one scene before the rest of this movie. Yeah, and then we f- uh, follow her being chased by, like, 50 million zombies. Well, like, 100 zombies for, like, the next 20 minutes, it seems. Well, because she stabs Creon in the head and looks like kills him and she runs out and the zombies attack her yeah creon gets uh stabbed in the head with the ice pick and then he breaks the ice pick off in his own head did you notice that yeah i did i thought that was cool actually yeah then he falls over screaming and then please tell me you liked the zombie mama one yeah the zombie just looks like dead at the camera goes mama oh my god And that happens, and I'm just like, I'm laughing at this, but this movie's so batshit. It's like, this weird, like, extremely decayed body just pops up and is like, Mama! Mama! And it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's like, these zombies are... It's an uncomfortably long scene after a while. Like, you don't think anything of it. They're, like, groping at her, but not attacking her for, like, two and a half minutes. And she gets away, and it happens again for another like minute and then she gets away it's just like nothing happens they just like paw at her forever yeah just uh rip her clothes off ah. <laughs> exactly that's all it is for like two minutes but it's not there's no nudity in it again which no. is weird because they had porn stars as as cast in this movie yeah none of it makes sense she gets away and she gets into a car with a random guy 
who is apparently very close to this place and doesn't notice the zombies until he's driving because he's just calm and collected. Hey, get out of my car. And they drive past all the zombies. The rescue guy turns into the cat ghoul and Creon rises from that grave from the footage from the very beginning. And that's fucking it. Yeah, which it's like, uh, he it's something about like, you'll never escape me. And then, yeah, he breaks out of the casket thing we've been seeing the entire movie moving. So that also makes no sense. And yeah, then he stands there with his arms stretched out, like with his light behind him laughing in a grave, where it's like, okay, cool concept, but where does this make sense? It wasn't really executed well. It looks cheesy. I feel like they really wanted the tall man. Yeah, exactly. They're like, That's what they're trying to do. Yeah, they wanted something similar to that. It just didn't quite pull it off right. That's legit... I bet that's what they said when they were coming up with this. Well, like a cross between that and like Vincent Price. Yeah, I could see both of those. And that's Spookies, and what a movie that is! I got. What's your favorite of the Spookies that they come across? I love the babies from the Black Lagoon. They're cool, uh, but I I think my favorite is probably Spider Woman. That's a good one. Mine is Farting Muckman. Yeah, 100%. It's got to be the farting muck man, because yeah. what the fuck? But yeah, there's spoopies. Um, what other movies are even on this level, like in the horror genre? I'm trying to think. Oh. Veronica, I wouldn't really put on this level, like even though something I complain about. But it's so, it's bad, but not on this level. And I'm not saying one's worse than the other, but it's it's weird. They're different types of bad. Yeah, they really are. Like I would almost Toxic say, Avengers like, too fun though, so it's not like that. Oh, and that's too good. It's yeah. kind of Slumber Party Massacre Two esque. That might be the closest one. I think Slumber Party Massacre Two is legitimately way better though. Like, yeah, it is. Put together film. Yeah, it's it's almost a little bit. It's also more entertaining. I would say. Yeah, like I said, I would really enjoy Slumber Party Massacre Two if it wasn't for the constant dream sequences every two minutes in that movie. Yeah. So yeah, I put it around there. That's like the closest kind of bad movie, horror movie to it. Yeah, fucking spoopies. <laughs> yeah, well, why did you pick this movie? Just because it's so bad. I am not a fan. But well, I am glad we got to talk about this batshit insanery. My, my, my favorite part of watching this again tonight is at the end of Joe Bob's version, he did the spookies rap song. Oh yeah, it's really fun. That's what you did at the beginning. Yeah. And I, it's just like, yeah, it's a very confusing movie, and I love Yuki's. Like, I don't know what's going on. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you want to get into the Count of the Dead? Yeah, one Count of the Dead. Ah, ah, ah. So, uh, if you're new, welcome. The Count of the Dead's what we do. We tally up all the kills in the movie and deaths we see in the movie, and we add it to our grand total of all the movies we've covered so far. Last week we did Pet Cemetery, left us at 486. Where do you think we're at? Oh, we're very close to 500. We're getting very close to 500. So 486, I'm going to say there were 12 deaths in this movie. So you think it brought us to 493? Yes. Very good. Wait. No, 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 no. 493 would be 7 plus that. Oh, okay. It was 7. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. No, you did not get it correct. Damn it. Well, because I'm trying to remember how like how many like of the friend group there are, and I'm like, I don't even remember. I, You know what's bad is I keep tallies, 
And so 12 would be two of the fools and then two more. There was one fool and two more. Like, oh, Brett got it. Yeah. No, yeah, it ended us with seven, which brought us to 493. Okay. Well, I hope we'll be getting here pretty soon to 500. Oh, I'm sure we are. And speaking of getting to things, we are very close on our road to episode 50. Yeah, I cannot wait, uh, especially for what we have planned for episode 50, what we're watching. It's going to be fun. You want to drop a hint? Oh, uh, yeah, go Make ahead. Make it a big one. Don't give him one too much. Go ahead. I'll let you pick one. Okay. Um, Versus? Versus? Okay. Yeah, versus. That's it's all probably too much even, but... Uh, I don't know. The verses can mean different things. Yeah. It could be uh, when... Uh, uh, that, 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 if you say it could be, they're going to say, well, it's not that one. Oh, yeah, that's right. Fuck. <laughs> all right but yeah we're closing in on that what else we got brett um well greg does his count of the dead and i do my rating system but i don't like to do stars yeah it's stars i don't like to do i had to think for a minute um, is that what i don't say every week yeah um because cisco and ebert did stars and fuck them because they didn't like friday the 13th and fucked around for like fucked it over for a while and they, they they might be one of the reasons it got cut to death. Who knows? Uh, probably. Let's but, say it. Fuck it. Yeah. I like to do something from the movie 1 through 10, and I come up with that thing right now. I'm going to say farts. <laughs> Perfect. That's amazing. That's the best one you could go with. Yeah. So one fart, it's like a tiny little, like, squeaker. It doesn't, like, it's like, it's, it's like, a toot. yeah, it's like, yeah, it's not, it's not top dollar either. <laughs> um and 10 fart is like let's say you went to your favorite uh mexican restaurant and then you went and got some corned beef with some sauerkraut and then maybe some sausages and had a few beers and then you just sat there and it's like one of those like 10 second long ones where like you just feel so much better you're like oh i can go eat more now understood i'm going to go i'm gonna give this four farts out of ten. Four out of ten yeah i was gonna give it five at at first like i always try to think when i first start watching the movie i'm like okay i wonder what it will be i'm guessing i'm gonna give it this and then by the end of it i was like yeah i can't even give it middle of the road like it's just under like not i wouldn't really recommend watching it more than like once or twice uh, you're kinder than I was, Brett. I went uh, one and a half farts. Oh, is that the lowest yet? No, Veronica was the lowest. I gave it the absolute bottom. Oh, you gave it like half or something? <laughs> yeah, I gave it like the minimum I was allowed to give. Yeah, yeah. one and a half. Um, look, it's you don't need to watch it ever. I don't hate that I watched it. Like there was, it was worth talking about on the show. But no, I couldn't in good conscience recommend it unless you're that bored. Even then, there's other movies, dude. Um, yeah, or... I think the, the poor editing can't even just be blamed, like how they had to put two movies together, because there's too much other shit that is like is bad, lazy writing, like uh, Duke the Horny Ghost and Puppet Man after seeing like corpses melted and people killed, like being like that. You know, this should be a stuck in a house of sheer terror moment. Yeah, imagine if like Rob Zombie remade Spookies. It, it, that's what I was kind of feeling, like almost like that House of a Thousand Corpses vibe. Yeah, this should kind of have. But they're still being wacky and like trying to get laid. Yeah, like no. Once you see this stuff, you're not like that anymore. So no, that and just like things that make no sense, like the head in the box, 
the Polson grave at the beginning, but he's not in that grave yet because he's playing chess with Catboy. And then his head's not in a box either because the same, like just lazy things like this that yeah. they never even bothered to think, does this make sense? I didn't yeah. hate that I watched it though. I can't say that, but yeah, that's about it. It's one of those, if you're like a horror completist and you want to try to watch as much as you can, it's worth checking out. If you're like, oh, I like Five the 13th and Halloween. If you're like, oh, I only like Freddy and Jason, then you're not going to like this. Or not even just if you just like slashers, right. even like if you like slashers, more modern. So like there's very few genres that I can say, oh, you like that style genre, I can recommend Spookies. Just like you said, if you're more completionist, you like to see as much as you can. I don't even know what genre I would put this in, like subgenre bad. horror. Just bad, bad. just bad horror. <laughs> like Z, Z-list horror. Yes. All right, but uh, yeah, what are we doing next week? Next week, we are doing Hellraiser. Oh, nice. That'll which be is, a fun time. Which is really awesome because, you know, we just, uh, as we said a couple episodes back, we went to Steel City Con, and I got to sit in on Doug Bradley's panel, and I got, got yeah. to, like, see him, which was cool. <laughs> I saw him. I didn't make it to the panel. I was, I think I was in line still when you went there, but. Yeah. That was when I, like, limped into the panel because I was, like, had been walking around for so long, and I'm like, I hurt. I need to go sit down. And I'm like, oh, shit, there's Doug Bradley. Because Maxwell's like, who's that? And I was like, it's fucking Doug Bradley, <laughs> Maxwell. <laughs> um, Yeah, that's it. That'll be a fun episode. Yeah, uh, that'll be a fun one to do. That's one of those major franchises I'm surprised we haven't hit yet. So it's about time. Yeah, I'm glad we got there now. Yeah. So that's all I got. Uh, follow us on the socials, Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, uh at Throbbing with Horror on Twitter, Throbbing with Horror on the other two, I believe. Yes. If you want more of me, I'm on Geek Positives on Monday, and check out our friend Rob on Audio Anxiety Radio Show exclusively on Spotify. Yes, please check those guys out too. And uh, yeah, that's all I have. So um, hopefully this uh, fucking Spookies has left your brain throbbing with horror like the spider lady. <laughs>